starts as an idea, a chaotic mix of stories, characters, and mechanics. And with time, thought, and more than a little luck, it can grow into a complete game. But there is a space in between, a space where a game has become more than a mere idea, but has it grown to completion. And this is the place of playtests. And here is where we revel, examine, and appraise. So come listen a while, and join us for the Playtest Power Hour. Hello, and welcome back to the Playtest Power Hour. We're back with another episode, the smaller group today. I'm Aaron, your host. I'm Jess, your other host. And I'm Atlas, and I'm sort of a host today, but I'm mostly here because the microphone lives at my house. Because we're playing a two-player game today. Alright, uh, today we are playing Spindle Wheel um, by Sasha Renault. And I think that's uh, how their last name is pronounced. I hope so. Me too. <laughs> um, I literally know very little about this game, um, but I printed out the cards and they look cool. <laughs> I read the rules, so I'm <laughs> rules lawyer today. They look like tarot cards to me. Yeah, they're, they're similar to tarot cards, but slightly different because they're made for storytelling. Um, we're playing Meet in the Field of Honor at Dawn, which is two-player games, takes 30 to 60 minutes, and the, the like, pitch for it is, the two of you were, one, were close once, but time and circumstances have destroyed all chance of reconciliation. It's time to settle this once and for all. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's part of the title. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> Definitely says that. <laughs> Um, so the first thing we do is we use these cards to create your characters. Um, I will turn, there's like a space that you're supposed to put them in like a spread. Okay. Um, I can't read upside down, so I should probably... (laughs) Yeah. Shuffle, shuffle. Shuffle, shuffle. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. So there's, there's, um, six parts to your character. Um... There are six parts to your character. There's your core, which is the fulcrum of your identity. Your crossing, which is complicates the core. Your boon, which is your formidable power. Your bane, which is your closely guarded weakness. Your desire, which is what you want most in the world. And your plan, which is how you intend to get it. Cool. And so, so we're drawing f- five facets that make up our character. Yeah, I think you draw them like... Okay, this is... You don't like draw them and then place them where you want. I think yeah. you... I think you draw them and, like, put them down like you would, like, a tarot reading. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, the two of you can start with that. It says draw five facets, but there's six. Hmm, maybe that's a playtest bug. Because <laughs> there's definitely six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I see. Each tarot card has two things on it, so we share. Oh, wait, is each No, card... no, each of you does oh, your own each one. Have it set up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, then... So, like, this is your core and your crossing... You have like a bane, boon. like you, you like. Okay, so we we each have this set up for us. Oops. Is that two cards? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Here you go. Oh, there's, your, there's your setup. Yeah. So you can like read those and start thinking about your character, and we'll get you to read them out loud and talk about what, how you think that these things are your <laughs> true about your character. Ooh boy, Rat King. <laughs> Good. Nice. Sounds like the best card already. Hmm. And that's your boon. Your boon is Rat uh, King. My boon is Rat King. <laughs> okay, it looks like core is not a 
Wait, Carmine. Oh, that's a car. Yeah. They're all in parentheses. I thought, like, oh, of course. Never mind. Anyway. Interesting. So why don't you start by reading out your core and your crossing so you can think about the fulcrum of your identity and what complicates that? Mm Mm-hmm. Now for the crossing, since it's sideways, do we get a pick? I think you get to pick, yeah. Okay. Also, I think you can kind of pick even though they're not, even though they're, like, I think if you want to flip them around, that's fine. Okay. One of the sides for Rat King is abandoning a sinking ship, amputating a necrotic limb. Oh. That's great. (laughs) Take the other one. (laughs) That's your boon. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to go first? Sure. So my core is a raised glass. I think I'm going to go with a new bond forged in remembrance of those who have been lost. And then my crossing is Spitfire, which is hot-headed, flighty, a braggart, and a gambler. What? Braggart? What a braggart? That? Is that just somebody who brags? I guess so. Okay. I, I don't really know what, that word. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> so what do you feel like that says about your character? Like, what? who do you think your character is based on that? Someone who takes chances... Um, someone who values creating friendships in order to get what they want. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine someone who doesn't really care about, they care about like the relationship aspect, but they might not care about like the person mm. per se. They just want to have connections. That makes sense. Okay. Nice. See, for my core, I have Tapestry Loom, um, and we'll pick uh, the Mainstay, the Cornerstone, the Common Thread, and a Complicated Plan. So my person is a... No, we don't really have a, t- a setting. You Well, yet. you get to just decide the setting yeah. whenever you want. So... Uh, Let's do. It could a, be far future space things. It could be past medieval. Thing. I think it more be... past medieval. Hmm. Um, I like that idea. Okay, and then mine. My character is a a blacksmith in a mining town. Hmm. Um. And then. Oh, you got the witch card. The witch card. A tight knit coven. A negotiated power beholden only to you and yours. Uh, so I have, I don't know, I am the head uh, blacksmith and I have secret techniques that I don't share. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Let's see, should we go over the other ones too? Yeah, let's do, uh, let's just go in order, so we'll do Boone next. Okay. Uh, my boon is Rat King. Fruit <laughs> left to rot on the vine, a deadline missed. Uh, so, so this is your formidable power. Uh, let's see. How is that my power? Uh, let's say... Oh, man. You can also like use the title, so if you want to be like, I yeah. have a pet rat. <laughs> I just have a pet rat. <laughs> that bites people. Um... Let's say that 
Oh, since I'm I'm the head blacksmith, um, if people miss deadlines with me, then I just they're they're out of here. Hmm. So I'm in control. Um, so I don't miss deadlines. Other people do. <laughs> okay. uh, my boon is vultures, the shadows of undertakers, sharp-eyed and long-suffering. So, um, vultures are obviously not a good thing if your prey um so i would say that as a power i'm not sure <laughs> just come up with something you could have pet vultures if you want it could be like hmm. um your like scavenge things off dead bodies or like you can Ooh. absorb people's powers when they die or Ooh. Okay, i like that i like that a lot which one <laughs> um well i might do the looting but more so just in general but like Mm-hmm. The stealing people's powers after they die or that's really good. Do you defeated. have to eat part of them to do it? Oh, oh. <laughs> you can good. say no. <laughs> this is like a Skyrim thing. Jeez. Um, no, but maybe people with the other power are part of a cult of vultures that tend to go towards that. But yes. I'm gonna say no for my character. Okay, cool. So it's like part of the ritual. They don't have to eat people, but it's but like part can. of their cult. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to eat the body. <laughs> eat their finger. Leave no evidence behind. And then my character's bane is Star, um, a narcissist. Uh, so the blacksmith uh, is very desperate to be seen by the, uh, the royalty of the kingdom. Um, as a, I don't know, as a, uh, a cornerstone of the kingdom of the city. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my bane is Prince of Fate, last of legacy, uh, last of a legacy, blessed by birthright and cursed by prophecy. So I think that I might make this character part of royalty line, bloodline, mm-hmm. but uh. does not want to be part of that bloodline, mm. and that that would give you your two characters a reason to interact. Yeah. Because yeah. if he wants, if um, Aaron's character wants to be seen by the royalty, and you mm. are royalty, yeah, nice. That's good. That's good. And then let's see. Next is desire. Uh, what you want most in the world? Let's see. Uh, overwhelmed and underpaid, dispassionate and sleep deprived. Um, so. My character is just, uh, yeah, overwhelmed <laughs> and works too much. My, uh, my desire is Sheriff, um, Enforcer, Honor Guard, and the Steel Grip of Martial Law. Um, so I feel like my character still wants to be in power, <laughs> but it seems like that's Aaron's character as well, wanting that. I mean, if you both want power, then that gives so, you conflict. So yeah. yeah, so it can either be conflict or we can get along very well. So Well, well you're going to fight to the death. So <laughs> Well, not necessarily <laughs> to the death. But <laughs> you're going to fight. <laughs> well, that's great then. Okay, and so since my desire is to have power and money... Uh, the way I do that is... Or your plan to do or it. Or my plan to do it is... Uh, this says, Walkers, stilt-legged fishers, traveling giants, a long reach with a frail limb. 
so my character is working to establish a uh, network of, uh, I don't know, workers throughout the city to gain more power. Like a union? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> less official. <laughs> more shady. Uh-huh. Um, my plan is the Unbroken Mold, Obscure Magic. Um, made commonplace by industrial might. Nice. Yes. I think that would mean... Am I trying to find magic now? Or maybe you're trying... I shouldn't be... I shouldn't be... <laughs> I just, like, have so many ideas. I just want to... No, I want to hear your ideas, so because... What if you were trying to give everyone the vulture's power so then it wasn't special anymore, like from Incredibles? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so the royalty has this magic, and that's why they're in control. I think that's a great idea. Just like, no. <laughs> okay, so. No one wants to eat people. <laughs> so, um, technically, you don't have to, but I think you two should come up with names for your characters because right. names are good. Yes. Mm. Damien seems like a a prince name, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So I had a D and D character named Penny Penny Mithril Smith, and she was a blacksmith. Uh, so I'll do somebody else in the Mithril Smith family. family. Let's do. Uh, let's see. What's another? dumb metal related name let's do uh... oh, I don't know we'll do Nick what? what? Nick what? I don't know uh, Nick his name is Nick <laughs> Nick and Damien okay next we do um, cards to explore your history and uh, decide this, this is when you decide what kind of bond you had. Um, uh, we draw histories at the same time, like so. So, like, you both will draw one, and then to combine, they, um, they like, that is your relationship that you have together. Okay. So, the first is the Clotho. Um, the two of you got, you go way back, combine your Clotho cards to determine how you first met. Okay, so that's two, right? Mm-hmm. One for each of you. Princess. Siren. Okay, so combining these two, how did we meet? Um, I mean, I have a clear I idea. I have yeah. too. You're saving the princess from the siren. I don't know. Or she saved you because you were under her, the siren spell. Um, yeah, definitely something. So you're, are you, you're a prince, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so you, how about you saved me, yeah, yeah, you saved me, the princess was going to eat one of my workers. (laughs) 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 I mean, the the work, the work, the time. Um, yeah. Awesome. I mean, maybe maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe she was going to eat you (laughs) to get the blacksmith powers. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) She was going to eat me. Oh, why is this cannibalism? And then... Yeah, okay. That sounds good. I'll put a content warning for cannibalism on this episode. Please do. 
Okay, so that's let's see. So the the princess was going. Okay, how did this go down? I was bringing some weapons to the uh, royal court, and she enchanted were... you with her song. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't have to literally be a song. That's just typically right. what a siren is, though. Yeah, but like we don't have to go off these exactly. It's okay. just. I think they're all just for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, so the princess wanted the weapons in the first place. So that was like the message. And then um, I go and delivered some weapons, but they were not good enough for her. So uh, I was tossed into the dungeon and she was going to kill me and eat me the next morning. <laughs> um. I guess Damien was strolling through the dungeon. The dungeon, as as we do. Well, I mean, like, Damien gets bored. There's nothing to do, really, if you're, like, stuck in a castle anyway. Um, He usually, like, strikes conversation conversation with the people in the dungeon, and it's like, (laughs) why are you here? (laughs) Um, So he comes across Nick, and he's like, so what's up? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love Damien <laughs> um, he's a very adventurous prince I, I've been put in here and I'm gonna die so please let me out what do you mean <laughs> I I made some weapons uh, for your sister but they were not good enough um, please they were not good enough no uh, why didn't you bring them to me she I has love weapons way Terrible expectations. These are the finest weapons. Well, of course. She's my sister. Anyway, Um, let me let you out. Damien grabs her a key out of the many keys he has. Just has the dungeon keys? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Like, it's like house keys when you bring them home, you know? Oh, God. So he prints out this huge, um, what would you call it? Um, Huge keychain, I guess? Key ring? Key ring, yeah. Key ring. There's tons of keys on it. But you can you know that this is the dungeon key because it has a little bit of pink sparkliness on it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Which okay. his sister did as a prank when they were younger anyway. Okay. Um anyway, he puts the key in, lets Nick out. Great. Okay. Um and then that's how we met. Yeah. And so the next one is the like Jesus. <laughs> Like maybe I would guess. I don't. What are these words? What's clotho? I don't. Clotho. They're good. They're like. Uh, I'm sure they mean things. We don't know that, and I'm too lazy to Google. Yeah. So right. it's like ethos, pathos, and logos. Kind of, but oh, something no. different. Yeah. <laughs> Your relationship at its strongest. Use this card to describe what brought you to the relationship. So this is like mm. how you were like. What you guys were like together like what you guys were doing are we friends or are we not uh unicorn and the sea because of the surf i love that (laughs) okay so um it had to be magical because there's a unicorn yeah so you so you you saved me from the dungeon and uh because of that i was indebted to you and made you like the best weapons um and but were we friends yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, you can use this part to describe the yeah. relationship you have. Familial, friendly, romantic, yeah. professional, rivalry, etc. But was it professional or friendship? Or romantic? I think it was... I don't know. What Probably did the cards the... say? <laughs> Unicorn in the sea. Which, which side kissed. are you thinking? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they can be lovers. <laughs> I think it adds more for a story. Of course, always. But I'm always down for romance. Okay. So... Um, obviously I couldn't live in the kingdom anymore, but I have my, uh, my minions anyway, or my other workers. Mm -hmm. So let's say, uh, I became part of your, your, I don't know. Retinue? Retinue? What's that? That's like, like your, your, like, personal, like, people like your guards or your oh, advisors yeah. or... i was thinking that or like you have like a ship that you sail on a lot and then i joined your your crew okay we could we could do that we could make it off land sea adventure sea adventure nice because the sea okay unicorn an actual unicorn or <laughs> no uh let's see what are you thinking? I was thinking like a narwhal. <laughs> okay. Jump, like, okay, because we're on the ocean yeah. still. Um, I love narwhals. Very cute. And yeah, so this is when we were at our closest and we were searching for this narwhal for many years. Mm-hmm. And we finally found it. Okay. And then we do Atropos. The last time you saw each other, this card to des- use this card to describe the changes you saw in your partner. Ooh, I think... Well, look at the cards. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> Tender of blooms and heavy crown. Ooh. So, heavy crown could be... Ooh, do you, do you have to be become... You have to become the king? Yeah, I think... And so you're like... Or something like that. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I can't go sailing around anymore. Can't choose you to be my lover either if I wanted to. Okay, yeah, so you have to. I guess you have to kill me, right? Because you're like, you're the king, so you. Yeah, you have to cut off ties with, with any friends. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's all about image. And so. Tender of blooms. Maybe you couldn't do it, like, you were, like, you let him go and told everyone you killed him. Because <laughs> you're too tender. Wait, did I, do I really have to kill him, though? Oh, that's what Aaron said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I can't exist. I, I would think, like, if, I, if you, like, tried to persist, then eventually I'd have to kill you because of, like, I mean, I, jo- I joined your crew because I, I had to be in hiding anyway. Right, because right. the prince, because everybody knows I'm the blacksmith, so I was hiding anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't exist publicly, hmm. pretty much. Yeah, I guess I guess it would probably tie his hands. So you were like, I have to kill him now because he knows too much. <laughs> I mean, Rip. I guess so, yeah. Or you could be like, you could send him away, and that's the last time you saw each other. And now yeah, you're... I think uh, that. Okay. I think. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Damien would just send Nick away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get to grievances. It's time to pinpoint where it all fell apart. Each of you choose one of your facet cards and play it on one of your opponent's history cards. Describe how your partner's actions back. Describe your partner's actions back then, intentionally or not. How describe how your partner's actions back then, intentionally or not, destroyed that facet of you forever. Okay. So core, they undermined the very fiber of your being. Crossing, they took away what made you special. Boon, they ripped away your greatest talent. Bane, they hit you right where they knew it would hurt you the most. Desire, they ruined the one thing you wanted most in the world. Plan, they made sure you couldn't capitalize even if you had the chance. As the accused, you can decide whether or not these accusations are true or if your opponent has been misled. Or even if true, if they would have done the same in your place. Regardless, the damage is done and there's no going back. Collect your facets, fates, and your opponent's grievances card into your hand. Okay. So, I'm playing Star on Heavy Crown. Which star is your... um, That is my... Your Bane. Bane. Yeah. Um... So I wanted to become famous and well-known, but, uh, and I felt like you could have pardoned me with the fact that you're becoming king, Mm -hmm. but you sent me away. uh, And so that destroyed my chances of becoming Um, well-known. I'm going to... And then does she take that or do Um, I take that? She does hers first and then we'll we'll get to... I'm going to choose... My plan, Unbroken Mold, which was to give other people magic. To give other people magic. Mm -hmm. So I would say I would play that on Princess because let's say that my sister heard about this and took away that magical right. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of ruined my my plans. Okay. Um, Then... Collect your facets, fates, and your opponent's grievances card into your hand. So you take all of these and you take all of those. And and these. Okay. If you anticipate uneasy territory in the game you've built, like body horror or mind control, discuss whether you want to include these things. And if so, what within what boundaries? Write lines that you will not cross under armor somewhere you can both see. If any elements of armor is broken, that card is removed from play, and that turn is fortified. You can also declare armor... Forfeited, yes, that is what it says. You can also declare armor during play to deflect unexpected squicks. Squicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you never heard that term? No. no. It's like like when you're like creeped out by something. Got it. And, um, the, uh, the player declaring armor decides what is needed. A tweak, a request for something else, an agency, agency over what happens to discard the card or anything in between. If they're having trouble discussing it, pause the game and support your partner. However, they need look at each look after each other. You're playing this game to hurt your characters, and not your partners. So this is like another safety tool thing where it's just like, hey, if there's anything you really don't want to come up because it would make you uncomfortable, here's yeah. like the time to say mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. stuff. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, are we supposed to have a sheet printed out? Um, I think it's just like write it down. Oh, okay. Which, Okay, so one player will choose... This is the terms of engagement. One player will choose the field of honor, and the other player decides the weapons. So, for the field of honor, draw two cards from the deck and cross them. Use them to describe the most dramatic location for your duel. Describe lighting splitting the sky above the old chapel, or the winds rushing through the fields of heather, or the catwalk suspended, both of you above the bubbling casks of molten iron. It can be an old stomping ground that brings up memories or someplace entirely new. 
and then the other player will draw two cards from the deck and cross them, use them to describe the weapons available. Present sharp steel swords, traditional dueling pistols, broken bottles, and willed shivs, magical forces, and beastly forms. Use the two cards to make the weapons specific and personal. Ooh, nice. I feel you should do the field of honor, and I'll pick the weapons. Okay. Because I'm the blacksmith. <laughs> so draw two. Yeah, so draw two. Oh, nice. Polaris and Magician. All right, where is our field of honor? Or what is our field of honor? Well, since Polaris is the North Star, somewhere where you can see the North Star, um, it says a lighthouse, so maybe we, we were at the sea and we always get brought to the lighthouse because that's always where we land. Okay. Maybe this is like... You, this is like you saying, "Hey, you have to leave now," and you're gonna be like, "No, we're gonna fight instead." Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. So you're sending me away on a ship. Yeah. Okay. And um. What else? I think, since it's magician as well. I I I don't know. I yell at you for like taking away my magic, basically. <laughs> okay. What else is in the seat? Is it a magical lighthouse? Nope, just a regular just lighthouse. A regular one. Okay. <laughs> um, are we on the beach? Or are we on the boat? We are on a, We are on the beach. Okay. Anything the, else? The boat is ready to go whenever you want to, but obviously you won't get on. And um, you can like the North Star. You can definitely like see in the sky. It's very like pr- pronounced. Right? Okay. Nice. It's very dramatic. Is it? It's nighttime? It's, it's like nighttime. midnight? Yep. Alright, see our weapons. No. Lonely area. And a guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, so I have just like a giant axe. It's just like, it's for executions, essentially. Um, and then you have a, uh, more refined, uh, saber that's been, uh, yeah, passed down as a, like, an heirloom, but it's, like, still deadly. Cool. Can I have poison on it? <laughs> yes. Well, okay, so it's magic. So mm, it can, it can, it can do whatever. Cool. Okay. Declare how far you intend to go. First blood, submission to the death. Your conditions don't have to match. So, like, decide, like, how, where your character is going to stop fighting. And... okay. Decide where your character is going to stop fighting. Like, how far they're willing to go to, like, hurt each other. Is it, like, you're just intending to, like, yeah. Like, you know, it says first blood, submission to the death, you know. Mm. I think that Damien's not very invested in, like, killing him more so than just, like, you betray, like, if he feels betrayed even though, like, it's not Nick's fault. Mm -hmm. So he would go as far as, like, oh, he would just try, he would just fight, basically. He wouldn't, like, attempt to kill unless it, like, happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Nick... 
will fight as long as until he can stay. So if you force me on the boat, then I will kill you. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. Now, last words. You've rehearsed over and over exactly what you'll say when you win. Choose a card from your hand to match. Keep it secret, face down on the table, separate from the dueling space. This is from your hand. Oh, from my oh, hand. From hand. Okay. So from the cards you already have, you you get to come up with some final uh, okay. words. Oh, I see. So take now is the time for the duel. Take turns playing cards from your hands. Each card is an attack, a feint, a taunt, a parry, a block, a step in your deadly dance. Be as extra and over the top with your attacks as you want. Describe how you're, you counter the previous card and make it clear your intentions. But only describe your actions in the moment, not its effect. When you can't reply, draw a card from the deck to take a wound. For example, um, I lunge with my sword aiming for your necklace swinging at your neck. A foolish fondness cheaply gained. I roll with the movement and trap your arm and throw you to the ground. A sudden change, a strange pallbearer. A teacher, I taught you that move. I land on my feet and reach back and take my talent, rake my talons across your face. I, uh, damn, I take a wound. <laughs> so, nice. so, like, you're playing cards and, like, based on what it says on the cards, like, describing yes. the, what you're attacking. Oh. It doesn't say who, oh, draw a card to dis- from the deck to determine who starts. Discuss who it fits better. better. That, that player plays as their first strike. So, overgrowth. A resurgence of life within nature reclaiming abandoned places, or interloping opportunists, a greedy and jealous invader. Who do you think that fits more? Um, I would say that it would fit Nick more just because jealous invader. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I play this my first attack then? Yeah, you start with your first uh, you start with your first card. And... Alright. Let's do... Alright. Princess. Uh, I draw my axe. Uh, and... Uh, let's see. Do I play them just on top of each other? Sure. Alright. Let's see. I draw my axe and... Say... None of this would would have happened if it weren't for your sister. It's her fault that we're in this situation. You didn't stop her. I'm going to play Sheriff. I use my enforcing of martial law. So I pin you to the ground with your arm behind your back. And I'm like, I, I know this as a fact. And there was nothing that I could do about it. And you didn't care enough to you you couldn't just go away so that I could make things work so you could come back you couldn't give me that extra time mm-hmm. no one no one would no one wanted you here so like I'm the only one who did and you still portrayed me actions okay let's see um, I mean if you don't feel like you have something to play I feel like I have value to play <laughs> you can take so a wound. I take a wound when you don't have a response to a card or when it feels narratively satisfying take a wound draw two cards from the deck the first card is what you lose e.g. your speed your doubts your dominant hand the use of your dominant hand your shield your narrative etc describe a memory when you have that part when your partner that par- a memory you have of your partner that parallels the wound e.g. I remember when you took the blame for my mistake 
integrate the wound into the effects of your fighting, but keep the card face down on the table in front of you. The second card is the lesson you learn from it. Share as much as or little you like about this card with your partner as you want. It goes into your hand, then you take your turn. Alright, let's see. So, take two. First is what I lose. Um, I lose my... Hmm. Okay, I I lose my grip on my weapon momentarily, and so I don't have my weapon in hand. And then the other one goes into your hand, goes and you can share hand. as much as you. It's the lesson you learn, and you can share as much or little uh, about it as you want. Uh, let's see. I think of the time when um, we would fight side by side and I'm saddened that those times are no more and that's it um, I think Aaron you get to start again alright uh, Scholar uh, I am well versed in combat so I kick you off and grab my axe again. Okay. Lead off your... That is my attack. Okay. I'm going to use Heavy Crown. I am going to lunge at you with my saber and also say, you know, you never, re- you never really cared that this whole idea of having a crown to carry to becoming king. I never wanted it, but I still had to do it. It was my legacy. I I couldn't control my future. It's not what I wanted. I I came when I came to you in the dungeon that first time. It was to find adventure, to find friends, to find a future for myself that I thought was more important for myself. I didn't want this life. Unbroken mold. Uh... I block your saber with the handle of my axe. Uh, this magic that you have, you could have, you could have used it to to help others. You could have ended this this pattern, but yet you still choose to side with the kingdom rather than the people. I'm gonna play vultures. I'm going to kind of like use my elbow to like hit him in the face um, and say, how dare you? Uh, the whole reason I have this, I was trying to get rid of the vultures, the, the whole cult that my family is under that is trying to ravage the city out of, that they, that they can eat anyone that they want, that they control anyone that they want. I didn't want any of this. I couldn't have used my magic because my family was so... In control of everything I needed to be able to give this magic to other people so that they could see that it's not that great and that they could fight back uh, let's see I stumble back um, and swing my axe at your leg um, 
still, uh, I don't know, still determined that, well, okay, Nick says, uh, I don't believe you. Uh, this, this could have been ended. You could have been the one to do it. And yet the people are still here suffering. I, I've seen no change since, uh, since we've been friends. Okay, I'm going to play Spitfire. I'm going to say, is it possible that I can dodge, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say because of his gambling nature, he is going to see that the hammer was um, aimed at his leg, and he jumped. Oh, it's an axe. Axe. Hammer, <laughs> axe. <laughs> axe. And he's going to reply with, of course, you didn't notice because you're not, you're, you're behind the scenes. You're not in the fight that I'm trying to be in. And I don't think you're ever going to see because all I did was try to protect you and all you did was squander that. I, I literally took you on a sea voyage so that you could stay away from everyone. And I tried to do some change in the city while overseas and you were you were just there fighting beside me living a good life staying away from everyone so how would you know i think it says that one of the win conditions is uh, a win condition is met and the loser concedes at the battle so i think if you if one of you wanted to give up you can okay. for the record if you feel like it is narratively appropriate you can give up you don't have to kill them no i think you can like you can well, like you'd still lose the battle. Like your win condition is, um, Aaron's win condition is to like not leave the ship. So if he's like, I'm gonna leave, uh, I get on the ship, then you would win, right? Because that's what you yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tapestry loom. Uh, you think that you were doing work while we were away from the kingdom? You could have been there on the front lines, yet you were. Just fooling around, having fun, uh, away from the kingdom. I'm going to use the C card. You were the one that wanted to look for the manatee with me. The manatee? (laughs) The narwhal. The narwhal with me. The whole fact was to distract you as a friend to care about you. And it seems like you care more about me doing something for the for the for the for the kingdom and it seems like that's more of what you care about than our friendship so i'm going i'm going to give up he he puts his saber on the ground he raises his arms if you don't want to go you don't have to but it just made me realize that i don't want to be keen and no one that is like you will ever be keen as much as i know you want it to be and you're not worthy of it either. Okay. The loser looks into the horizon, drawing a card for the deck. Is anyone coming to save them? Another <laughs> string. <laughs> a new partnership, a study alliance. That sounds like someone's coming to save <laughs> you. It sounds like someone's coming to save me. But who? Hmm. Is it like... Someone else from your family who was also wanted to get get out of the cult, who's already out of the cult and like heard about you and is coming to like 
support you with that? I want it to be my crazy grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she comes... I imagine her to be like the grandmother from Moana. <laughs> and she comes over with a a knife, I guess, in hand. They look kind of like knitting needles, but they're not. They're just really badass. And she comes to sit, she comes to my rescue. Because mm-hmm. I feel like grandmothers would do that. They'd be badass to, like, save their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron wasn't going to... I'm not trying to kill you. Yeah, like, uh, Nick wasn't going to kill you, so, like... But she still comes for the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, finally, both of you will flip your last words card. Describe how it feels when the dust clears and the... Um, and the frayed ties that bind you together are finally severed for good. Leave these words on the battlefield. Uh, let's see. I chose Prince of Fate. My last words to you are, you were never a worthy opponent because you never, you, you say you care about the kingdom, but you only cared about yourself. And the fact that you didn't respect others, that you didn't, that you just wanted the power, the the stardom. At least with my legacy and birthright to the throne, I would be able to do it better than you. That's all you cared about, your legacy. Uh, all I was searching for was the narwhal so that we could destroy this, the the kingdom together and let the people um, live their lives. But you never saw that, did you? (laughs) That was very good. (laughs) Uh, This game's really cool. I really, really like the cards. I think they're very, each one is like very evocative and Mm -hmm. like, like, there's not, you don't, like, pull one and be like, I don't know how this fits in the situation. They all kind of fit. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. And the, like, micro games that come with it, like, this isn't the only one. There's a few others um, that um, I have had a chance to play um, some of the other ones. And I think that they're all, um, the ones that I've played at least are really strong and fun. Mm-hmm. I like this game. Yeah. I think for me, I haven't played many card or many games with, like, the tarot card style Mm -hmm. that help you create situations and things like that. And I I really do like that, but I think I have to play more Mm -hmm. to get used to that type of uh, game style. I would agree with that. I really like the inspiration aspect of it, that you can make a story out of nothing, and they really do fit with all the different scenarios that you could have. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, that was Spindle Wheel. And specifically, it was, uh, meet me in the field of honor at dawn. (laughs) Uh, very good. Do you think it's called Spindle Wheel because of Sleeping Beauty? I have literally no idea. That's fair. (laughs) I would love that, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, that was a good game. Uh, I like that we were able to do, like, a smaller game, um, I felt kind of awkward being here with you playing it, but I think it worked out, especially since I had read the rules and you two hadn't. Um, uh, But um, I think doing small games in the future is like a cool way to do things, um, as well as doing like larger games. I think we can, we can do, make that work. Like this was the first time we did like a small game Mm -hmm. and it worked well. So like, this was a good test of it. Um, You can find me at Kobold Time on Twitter and like most of my stuff is linked there. Um... 
you can find the show at Playtest Power because Playtest Power Hour was too long. So uh, the pinned tweet there is a place to submit games. So if you have a game that's in Playtest that you'd like to submit, please send it our way and we'll try to get to it. It doesn't have to be your game. It could be a friend's game that you recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that's in Playtest. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at AdamAttack12 on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Jess. You can find me anywhere, really. <laughs> um, I don't really need followers, but if you want to tweet me some cute pictures, I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, all the links for stuff will be in the description of the Twitters, the, the Sasha's Twitter, and the where you can buy the game. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.